this, this business is more about making money. It's, it's, it's about blessing people. And so that really is the basis of this business is what can we do to bless our customers, to um, help them in any way we can with uh, awesome products um, by challenging them to do hard things. Um, yeah. To put material out there, but to put, um, videos of people who could help them get to where they want to go to train where they want to do to motivate them to become better yeah that's that's what we're all about welcome back to the aim podcast today we have special guests Matt and Linnea Hopkins, who are the founders of Elite SRS. We have an incredible conversation talking about their motivation to start this company, how they've chosen to scale it and grow it, and also how they've operated as Christians and been faithful to God's plan throughout the entire journey. You guys are going to love this episode, so let's dive right in with Matt and Linnea. This episode is brought to you by Elite SRS, an incredible company based out of the Northwest that we are proud to announce our partnership with on the AIM podcast. If you guys have not checked them out already, you need to do so right now. Not only do they make incredible premium, high quality and affordable jump ropes, but they stand for something as a brand that's so much bigger. Their mantra is do hard things and so is a perfect fit for the Ambition of Mind podcast to partner with Elite SRS and I personally love their jump rope. During a marathon prep I've actually had jump rope be incorporated in my training and I use their jump rope every single week. So get out there, check them out and make sure you do hard things with Ambition in Mind. Matt and Linnea, thank you so much for jumping on the AIM podcast. Welcome. You're very welcome. Privilege, privilege that you asked about uh, and are interested in a stug. Absolutely. Well, it's been it's been a pleasure. I've I've had an opportunity to meet um, some more people in your in your company and your brand uh, at some different events I've traveled to for for work, and it's just so cool to to connect with people that are doing things for the right reasons. And I truly believe you guys are, and I'm I'm excited to kind of unpack more of what you guys are up to. Thank you. Sounds great. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome. Well, listen, I'm. I'm pumped about this whole series. You know, this has been the Elite SRS Do Hard Things with Ambition of Mind podcast series for the month of April. And having you guys as the founders of the company on this episode, I think is going to be super insightful. And I, I would love to just kind of start things off with hearing a little bit about just the the motivation, the inspiration to start the company from the origin, from the very start, kind of what, you know, how did that come into play? What were kind of some things that led to that starting point? And I'd love to hear you guys take over. Yeah. Like with most things that are invented or started, it's because there was a need. And um, so I was a uh, PE teacher um, and uh, at the elementary level, which is not what I trained for, but it seemed to be where God had put me into. Um, So in this small school district here in Leavenworth, Washington, um, there was a I felt the need to connect with the kids more. So when you see kids in PE classes, you see them twice a week for 30 minutes and you don't feel like you're having a huge impact on them. And that's why people teach, right? Is to have an impact on people. So uh, we decided to start up a 
after school program. And um, the fun story there is I, I didn't know what would be successful here. And so I was literally praying in our backyard, you know, God, what, what should I do here? What uh, would honor you? What would, what would work? What would help me connect with these kids to have an impact on them? And as I was praying, uh, someone knocked on the door and I went to see who it was. And it happened to be the coach of the world champion hot dog USA jump rope team. And, uh, and she came in, we had, we'd, we'd met uh, previously the year before uh, he did an assembly at our, my previous school up in North Bend. And he came in and, and for three hours, he talked to me about starting up a jump rope team. Wow. And he left and I was, I was really jazzed and I'm like, wow, that was a fast answer to prayer, like immediate. <laughs> so let's I took go. that as um, a yes, let's do jump rope, which I knew nothing about. Um, I think I jumped a little bit in middle school or something, but <laughs> and it seemed like kind of an odd thing. Um, I grew up in sports. I loved baseball. I loved basketball, track, football. I did all those things. And I pictured myself one day maybe coaching at the collegiate level at, in those sports. So um, to be coaching at, at the elementary level, a jump rope team seemed like a great humbling experience. Um, uh, now that I look back <laughs> at it, I think God knew that um, maybe pride was an issue in my life. So that would keep me from any pride. <laughs> certainly when we travel on planes, often we, we hear, uh, you know, what, what do you do for a living or you know, what do you do? I say, well, I'm a, I'm a jump rope coach. So it's like, yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So anyways, we started it up and God gave us success right away. I think within the second year, we had uh, one of our girls break a world record in speed jumping. And by the third or fourth year, we were starting to dominate uh, at the national championships down in Orlando. Um, and we were, we were breaking records. We were um, kind of setting the jump rope world on fire with uh, speed jumping that we kind of uh, focused just on speed jumping because I wasn't had didn't have the knowledge for freestyle, which is really complicated. So um, yeah, kind of started that way, and then we became super competitive. And other teams started um, catching up to us, and uh, a new rope came out—a cable freestyle rope, or excuse me, a cable speed rope. So these ropes are going six to seven jumps a second. If which when someone told me that I, I didn't That's believe crazy. It. Yeah. You got to see it. But um, so a cable makes it a lot easier to go that faster. So we came out with a cable rope, but right away it was breaking constantly. So I tinkered with it a bit and came up with the design, um, which again, I believe was given to me from the Lord. Cause um, it was like coincidence or accident that I found it, which I don't believe in. <laughs> and um I think it was a God thing for sure. Anyways, made that up. It was very successful and took it to the national championships, gave out samples and the business was started. And um, it wasn't something I was looking for at the time, but it was something Lenny and I prayed about early in our marriage. We thought a, a small home cottage business would be a fun thing to do, especially on a single salary teacher's salary at the time. It was raising four kids. It was and something the family could do together. Yeah, right. You know, right. Everybody jumped, everybody worked together. Yeah. Fun. So that's how it started. I think we made $300 the first year. Um, 
little extra money for a teacher and uh, we were happy. And then it just grew from there. That's incredible. So in, in terms of the actual formation, like it was not necessarily just to have a scaled product-based business. This was just to form a, form a team and to be able to make an impact on, on the team. Yeah. And I had, I had zero business background and, and yeah, everything I've learned, I've learned um, by experience and, and slowly like the business grew like it doubled every year, but it man, it started at $300. So, um, <laughs> so it was a very slow um, growth, which is what I needed because I, I needed to learn along the way. And it was also at the very beginning of the internet businesses being on the internet. Um, we were at the very forefront of that. So things are a lot simpler on the internet at that time. For yeah. sure. Yeah. And, and you kind of touched on it, but I'd love to hear more. I'm just very curious. Like one thing that I think is fascinating like Mac from a macro standpoint, jump rope is just how many different kinds of jump ropes there are, how many dips of style of training or entertainment. We had Tori Boggs on the podcast a few months yeah. ago and Tori's amazing. And she kind of, she kind of went into that a little bit, but when you guys were starting out and selling your very first jump rope, what did you guys learn kind of over the course of time about different styles, different products, different like things in that whole world? Like how did that kind of open up? Yeah. So we, we focused entirely on the competitive community at that time. Um, people knew our team. So we had a good reputation because we were one of the fastest teams around. And then also Lenny and I became one of the very first adult competitive jumpers and we were doing very well with that. So we, we kind of stood out cause we were out there in front of the audience. So, um, so we focused on that. And when we started to sell to other elements like schools and gyms and such, I figured that if these ropes were good enough for the best jumpers in the world, they would be good enough for gyms and schools. And so that's was kind of my philosophy at the time. Um, make them good enough for the best jumpers and, and then everybody else would, would want those. Um, didn't necessarily always go along those lines. Um, for example, um, there was the, uh, there's a rope called the short handle licorice rope. It's just a simple, by licorice, I mean a very thin PVC corded rope. And, um, and at one point, uh, no one was buying it. And so I put them on big sale. I was just going to get rid of them. I had thousands of them and no one was buying them. So I put them on sale for like a dollar each. And all of a sudden school started buying them <laughs> and, and they bought them at, at a large amount, um, like, you know, 20, 30,000 of them a year. And I'm like, well, wow. even if I'm making 50 cents each on that, that's, that's not a bad profit. So, um, so things like that would happen along the way too. You just, you just learn like, you know, you need inexpensive stuff for schools because they don't have large budgets and yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. And, you know, I look at kind of like my background. So I, like I told you before the episode, like I played college basketball and I think the cool thing about jumping rope, you talk about how it was like, it was kind of like a humble way for you to express what you did, you know, with your passion for all these other, maybe more um, prioritized sports in our world, you know, basketball, football, baseball, things like that. But jumping rope can impact every athlete, which I think is super cool. And I think it's very underrated. So I'd love to hear y'all's take on that. I'm sure that's something you guys have studied and understood and even applied to, to different athletes. Yeah, that, that is so true. I mean, I figured if I was going to coach these kids and make them work really hard because you know nothing gets your heart rate up faster than a jump rope. It's sure. crazy. I mean, cause that's why boxers do it. Right. So when we started um, 
jumping and, and becoming better and better as adults, um, you could just see the crazy um, cardiovascular effect it was having on us and, and how quickly it got us into shape. And um, yeah, and then at the time, like you said, it wasn't very popular um, activity to do. Um, but as things have evolved, um, I think jump rope is really getting out there and it's becoming uh, a way to cross train for many, many sports, uh, or quick feet for soccer players. Um, we've had a number of tennis, tennis, yeah. boxing. We've had a number of, uh, NBA teams reach out to us and we supplied them jump ropes. Um, it's a, it's a fantastic warm up. Uh, ice skaters use it to warm up before they go out. Military yeah, military. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like it's it's so um, universal. You can um, just throw it in your bag and go, you know, 10 minutes is as good as jog step jumping. 10 minutes is as good as 30 minutes running. So it's like it's kind of a no brainer on lunch break. Right. <laughs> when you sit at Absolutely. a desk. All day. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Like, yeah, that's right. And you guys put out some content about it applying to swimming as well, which I think is interesting. Tell, tell me a little bit more about that. The application there. You know, I can't tell you much about that. <laughs> I don't think I was part of that part of that uh, article on that one. But I think it would be good because your cardio, your heart. Yeah. Because you know, we've we've done lap swimming and it's you know. Yeah, it's yeah. A strengthens your your lungs so much. Yeah. So. yeah. For sure. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Like I had a uh, my I wear a size fifteen shoe. Um, I'm six, six four. Wear a size fifteen. During my seventh grade year, I played for this AAU basketball team, my travel team. And between between turning like 12 and 13, I think was the age. I, I always wore my my age and shoe size growing up until I got to 12. And I and I actually I never wore a size 13. I skipped from from 12 years old to 13 years old. I, I went to rate to a 14. So I had a yeah, my foot grew super fast and I was very slow laterally. And I tell the story to some people, but the, the one thing my coach said, he's like, look, you're not going to play unless you can play defense. Like you have to be able to guard people. And he said, you need to just go buy a jump rope and jump rope every day. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, I want to play basketball. I don't want to jump rope. But I yeah. literally did what he said and I jumped up every day and it got me so much quicker. And honestly, I think it's a big staple of the reason I was able to play in college and have opportunities is because I focused so much more on defense. And it was a big, a big product of uh, that success was from jump roping a hundred percent. That's yeah. a cool story. We've, yeah. we've heard that as well for um, defensive or offensive linemen in football um, who need to be quick. You just can't yeah. be big and, and strong. You need to be able to move. And so that's been helpful for them. Um, and um, also note that there's been studies done that people who started jump rope program within six weeks their their vertical jump increases one to two inches in just six weeks so yeah that's pretty cool let's go that's yeah. amazing and and i love you know i would love to kind of touch on this topic as well you guys have an incredible faith you've already kind of expressed that in some of the stories of like starting the brand what has that been look like i mean i'm sure there's there's different seasons and and, and god can provide and, and do different things but overall just like how has your faith been a big part of you guys growing this business mm. Yeah. I mean, like you said, it, it started with faith, just, just jumping out and God made it pretty obvious actually at first to start out, but then it got, um, I think our, our biggest faith jump, um, happened as the business was growing. I was raising four kids. I was coaching the team. 
which is a, a year round activity. Um, we were up till midnight packing the orders and shipping wow. them out. Yeah. It was getting a little stressful. Very exhausting. So we had to make a decision. It's like, okay, so I actually cut back on my teaching, I think half time. time. And, um, and it still wasn't enough because the business was still growing. So we actually had to decide if we were going to leap faith and quit teaching completely and go into this full time. And it never had crossed my mind that I could make a living selling jump ropes. Like it was, totally it was like, trusting who Lord. does that? Right. It's You'd totally have to sell a bazillion jump ropes to make a living. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, we sought some godly counsel and uh, God gave us the faith and, and we took the chance and, and the Lord provided. Yeah. Us. And it, yeah. it, it uh, flourished. So mm -hmm. every, every time we took a chance, um, God allowed it to flourish. Um, there was another really kind of funny incident as well as is our are we based our business out of our house which is a home business so there was jump ropes everywhere in our house <laughs> you couldn't you couldn't get away from it so the business was 24 hours a day so um we decided to build a small section off our house as an office area and um in the day the day that we moved into that office space, our business tripled overnight. Wow. And I'm like, wow, that is crazy. What, what happened is, is Disney came out with a movie called Jump In, which is the jump rope movie. And uh, <laughs> kids, kids all around the country started buying jump rope. So wow. it's just God's timing on that. It's just, it's just way cool. There's just no explanation. Yeah. And we both love kids. That's why we have four, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was a teacher before we started our family and, and, uh, it just felt natural to go into schools and teach jump rope workshops and yeah. go to the gyms and teach double under workshops. Yeah. Just, we love people. You know, God's that, people are amazing. Yeah. <laughs> that was part of it. We got to go out to schools and do, and work with people. And when we went to tournaments and we got to meet the kids and the teens and the coaches and just, uh, interact with them there and, and show God's love to him. Yeah. So good. I think it's incredible. Like when, when God lays something on your heart, when there's a passion, something that you feel called to do, even though putting your faith in him and the plan and maybe making a change in your life seems scary. You know, that it seems like there's not a lot of security or it could be very difficult. Like it's so cool to see when you do make that leap of faith, when you do make that jump, how God can bless it. But also you look back and there's so many little things. If you just are aware and conscious of it you're like wow god like he he wanted this to happen and then i think that alone just strengthens your faith because then it's like all right now i have so much more confident in trusting his plan because he was faithful like he said he was going to be like he was he was faithful and i saw it That's so yeah true. that right. that is so true and and i should add that in times of some of those decisions where we need to really make a big leap of faith god gave us extra faith um like there was just in some points, no doubt that it was going to happen. Even if naysayers said, no, it's, you know, be careful, don't do it. Um, so it's really cool to see that. It's like, why did I have that faith? I shouldn't have had, but God gave it to me. He was gracious. Yeah. It's good. It seems yeah. like he always brings people alongside of you to encourage you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Move yeah. forward. Let's go. That's amazing. Take risks. I love it. Yeah. yeah, risks. I like that. Yeah. There you go. That's good. And I think that's super, super helpful just to just to talk about. And I want to I want to kind of touch on some of these different campaigns you guys have done. You've, you've done some really cool things of 
Um, I think marketing and helping get your message out beyond just the product itself. Like I, I can attest to it. Like I love my, my jump rope from you guys and I, I use it, but it's cool using a product where there's a, there's a bigger, deeper vision and message. And I'd love to kind of hear more about some of the things you guys have done over the years and also how you started the do hard things campaign. Um, I know that's something you guys are actively kind of working on and, and we're working on it together. So it's a really cool, but yeah, talk more about kind of the vision behind the brand house more, more than just the jump rope itself. Yeah. Yeah. We, all, all the, the, the three owners of the business, um, uh, Scott Jordan and, and Lenny and I um, want to, um, this, this business is more about making money. It, it's, it's about blessing people. And so that really is the basis of this business is what can we do to bless our customers to, um, help them in any way we can with uh, awesome products um, by challenging them to do hard things. Um, yeah, to put material out there, but to put um, videos of people who could help them get to where they want to go, to train where they want to do, to motivate them to become better. Yeah, that's, that's what we're all about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and we have a, in our local community here, we have the five amigos, and actually there's one girl, six, <laughs> yeah. that uh, are, have special needs, and they live, mm. it's called the dwelling place, and um, they make a ton of our beaded ropes, and we've been in partnership with them for 16 years, we've hired them to, wow. and we always say, if anybody's depressed, you just need to go over and spend an hour with them. They're so loving and so amazing, and they are every day doing our hardest doing hard things you know God yeah. just calls you to it's been they, a wonderful bless so many people wonderful partnership with yeah. those guys they've blessed us and we've been able to bless them and um they often don't get very much work for their excuse me their pay for their work um in town and and we're able to pay them a good wage in fact i think they were the second highest paid um, workers in eastern washington um wow. in in the I'm not sure what category they're in the disabled workers category, but that's amazing. So that's cool. Okay. Yeah. That is super cool. Yeah. So with, with that being said, you know, the do hard things campaign, you guys are, are doing a lot of really cool content around it, kind of making this message um, very known in a big part of your brand, which I'm personally really passionate about. I love, I love doing hard things and I love what it can produce in your life. And so I guess my, my first question kind of in this segment is talking about this campaign more closely is, what do you guys think of when you hear the phrase do hard things? What does that mean to you? And, and how would you describe that? Yeah, I think it's kind of like Linnea said, I think it's, it's taking risks. I think it's stepping out of your comfort zone and doing something that um, you haven't done before necessarily, or you are afraid to do. Um, and something that, you know, deep down inside will benefit you. Um, yeah. And so we want, we want to help people do that. We want to help people, um, whether it be a training or physical fitness, um, to get out there and, and challenge themselves and be successful. We want to help them be successful. We want to provide the material out there, the athletes that have already done it, that can show them how to get there. Yeah. I love that. That's, that's good. And then, yeah, I guess my follow-up to that is, is like, what's been a hard thing in y'all's life that you guys have encountered that has kind of shaped the trajectory of where you guys are headed, or maybe you it's, it's made a big impact on, on success moving forward. Yeah. Um, I think that's 
that's kind of a personal question for myself. Um, I've always been, I grew up an athlete, um, loved sports, did them all, loved movement. I love to watch movement. I love to watch athletes. Um, and so about six years ago, I got a, an injury that uh, was devastating. It, um, it uh, caused my nervous system just to go crazy. Um, so I was in 24 hour pain um, nonstop and could barely walk. Had to lay on my back most of the day. Um, it was really tough and uh, couldn't do any activity. Uh, just, and I didn't know if I'd ever get better. Um, doctors couldn't figure out what in the heck's going on. And so for me, that was, um, I felt like that was a time in my life where God was um, breaking me down so he could rebuild me. Excuse me. <coughs> yeah. Um, super hard, emotional time. Um, and God has um, graciously since then renewed my physical abilities i'm out able to um hike and bike and um do much more stuff i still have a lot of nerve issues but it's much better but to have what i probably enjoyed most in life was physical activity taken from me really caused me to focus on what was important in life um things that used to be super important no longer held that weight um and God became much more important to my family, much more important to me um, after that time. So it's been slow. Like you couldn't, you can't, you couldn't see progress. You'd have to look over a year ago to see the progress. It was such a slow healing. And it's still, I feel like I'm still being healed. Um, but, and I think I was doing that on purpose because if I think he healed me really quick, I would forget my lessons I learned, mm. but I'm constantly reminded day by day how I need to rely upon him and trust mm. in him and prioritize my life um, in a godly and righteous way. Yeah. Yeah. That's for me. And anyways, that was the hardest thing in my life uh, that I've attempting to overcome. Yeah. No, I appreciate you sharing that. And I think I, I just, I'm very grateful for the hard things that happen in life when God's glory can come from it and you can use it to share and, and be a light to others and, and show how, how he's faithful, how he's, how he's helped you grow through that. And so um, praise God that you're getting better, man. I'm happy to hear that. And it's, uh, it's cool to see your faithfulness through that time of, of darkness and, and hard things. So um, yeah, I'm glad to hear that, man. Yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah. You. yeah. It's a, it's a test. I mean, people at that point either, deny God or, or draw closer to him and thankful through his mercy, I was able to draw closer to him. So, yeah. A hundred percent. And for someone that may be going through something, you know, similar, maybe it's not the exact same situation or circumstance, like what kind of advice or, or words of encouragement could you share with them um, pertaining to maybe some of your experiences? Yeah, it's, it can be, um, there's always hope. I think you always got to remember that even when it seems hopeless, seems so dark, 
there's always hope. And to know that he loves you so much, he will never leave your side, mm -hmm. that he may not feel like he's there, but he's there. Mm -hmm. And um, I think just if we have a great understanding of how much he really loves us. I mean, mm. I think a lot of people deep down think God is maybe a little disgusted with us or disappointed in us. But if we really know who God is, his love for us is so amazing and forgiving and graceful and merciful that we can't help but respond in a positive way to him. Um, yeah, so I think in patience, just just waiting on God to act and just that relationship, drawing into Him, reading His Word. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just knowing it's going to get better. Yeah, it's not always going to be bad. There, there's there's seasons in life. There's ebbs and flows, and so you may be in a valley, but you'll get out of it. Mm -hmm. It will get better. I think that's the biggest encouraging thing. Yeah, I love that. I, uh, I've got a lot of different <laughs> favorite things of the Bible, like different verses, but, but the book of Job obviously is very encouraging for someone mm -hmm. that had a lot of blessings. And then a lot of things happened to him that were probably not super favorable, but at the end of the day, he never lost his faith and, and what God was doing. And I think that's something that, you know, we can talk about as, as believers who have gone through different respective, relative hard things and, and say, you know, God may have been super evident in, in the way he's blessed me in certain ways in this part of my life. And then maybe it felt like, or it appeared like, you know, it wasn't as good for these seasons, but at the end of the day, God was the same. It was the same God throughout the good and the bad. And, and the fact that he woke me up and I, I opened my eyes, there was hope. There was a reason he wasn't done. Like he was, he still had purpose for me. And I think that is the message. Do hard things, go through tough times, go through resistance. Cause God's still with you. He still got purpose for your life. And, and there's so much more for you to do. Amen. That's right. That's right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. Right on. Sometimes we can't see why he's doing what he's doing, but that's where trust just comes in. Like you just have to open your hands and let him, you know, yeah. give, it, give it all to him, every part of your life. And, and uh, yeah. Yeah. So he, he works all things for the yeah. good to those who love him. And he'll mm -hmm. take our broken lives and reshape it to be beautiful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's right. I love it. And, and I think too, the, the second kind of component of this, and I think having your faith as, as kind of the, the foundational piece of this is important, but like embracing and, and seeking hard things is actually a really good thing. And I feel like overall our society kind of deems that it's a negative thing that it's going to put you in a bad position where in reality, it actually can be such a great opportunity for growth, whether it be directly in your faith and your fitness and your mindset, wherever that, whatever part of your life, like doing hard things can actually be a very, very strong advantage to make you the best human you can be. Totally. That's yeah. Good, good yeah. It's, it's, it's that element of taking risks that, that are scary. Um, and uh, there's not a time in my life. I haven't taken a ton of risks in my life, but the risks I've <laughs> taken, I can always look back and I can, I'm always grateful because every time it, it turned out to be exciting and fun. And I just look back and I'm so glad I, I did it. And yeah. And I think uh, doing hard things um, pushes people to, to take more risks mm -hmm. and trust in God and see where that takes you. And I almost guarantee that anybody who takes a risk will be glad they did it. Mm -hmm. yeah. I love that. I love that. 
what is the what is the direction of Elite SRS? Where is the company headed? What exciting things do you have uh, going on that you'd like to share or maybe even talk about? Yeah, again, we're Lenny and I are are both stepping back as as the founders, and we're letting the uh, the brilliant young guys kind of take Jordan over. Jordan Scott and, and Sean and are, and, all and are really good at that. So I don't know that um, we can speak too much. Uh, other than that, they're really pressing into um, information for people to get a hold of and and help them. Um, become better athletes and, and to motivate them to do, to do um, things that will help them in their training and their, their work and their, just their fitness. Um, um, getting more influencers involved in the business has been great because we're creating all these partnerships with people who love jump rope and who do it for so many different reasons. Someone like Tori Boggs is the you know, the, the best female jump roper in the world. And, and she just loves jump rope. She's, we've watched her since she was, I think, 10 years old on the stage <laughs> so performing awesome. and just watching her evolve as a jumper and then our performer and now uh, just a fitness enthusiast um, um, to uh, someone who, um, oh, the girl from Colorado. Um, um, ah, Alyssa. Alyssa. Yes. Yeah. Um, She'd be a good. Yeah. Who just interview. picked up jump rope during COVID time, um, just started doing it and uh, loved it. And she has the most wonderful smile and engaging personality and who people who are not competitive, but just want to jump to get in shape or and have fun it can relate to her. But she, so. uh, she too had a horrible ski accident and um, you can follow her on Instagram and how the Lord used a uh, jump rope to help her to rehab back and come back. And um, right. she just encourages people that, you know, you with hard work, doing hard things, you can, you can get back to yeah. doing great things. Yeah. Sorry. We're not too helpful on that. In exactly <laughs> no. Going on that, but yeah, you're, you're good. No, it, it's, it's amazing to see the different strides. You know, you guys, I think, like I said, just, there's so much more than just the rope. You guys have an amazing product, something that I think makes a lot of sense to use as someone who needs a jump rope, but to be able to use a product that has a vision, that has a company that has foundational pillars and values and is trying to do it for the right reasons. I think that can really set you guys apart. And then obviously having strategic partnerships with people like Tori, who are, you know, just, she's just an incredible person, a lot of energy and someone you want to be around, I think makes a lot of sense. And I'm excited to see how you guys continue to advance and grow as a brand. Uh, thanks. Thank you. Thanks, Doug. Yeah. Yes. Glad, glad we're partnering with you and I love your enthusiasm and, and just your background in sports and such and, and your faith included in that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And we've been so grateful for the timing of when God brought Jordan Lindstrom and Scott told me because we were getting into where we couldn't do the marketing and the business portions of it all. And so yeah, just neat how God brings people along to encourage you as he has in your life too. You know? mm -hmm. That's good. Have you guys had a, a specific verse or, or scripture that you guys have kind of leaned on throughout your career in business or has there been kind of one thing that stuck out to you guys? That's a good question. Um, I know which one I use, but <laughs> just the Philippians four that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, mm, but, awesome. you know, it's just in him and only by totally surrendering my life to him. 
Yeah. Can he I love do that one. Life? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. And, and I'm, I think I mentioned mine already that God works all things out for the good to those who love him. Mm-hmm. Um, because not all business decisions are good business decisions. Mm-hmm. Some are awful. And um, <laughs> maybe I wasn't patient enough to wait and such. And so I made a poor decision, but God will take that and he'll work it for the good. He'll teach me a lesson. So I won't do it again. Um, so yeah, and I'm, it, it's comforting to know that whatever decision and step you take, uh, God will work it for the, for the good eventually. So yeah. I love it. I love you guys are incredible. I'm so excited and encouraged by your hearts just to serve and and do something really cool with such an amazing company. And I really enjoyed having you guys on this episode of the podcast. And again, I'm I'm super grateful for this partnership. So thank you guys so much for jumping on this podcast. And uh, I really appreciate it. Thank you for your time. Yeah, Doug, you're awesome. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Let's go. Thank you guys so much for listening to another great episode of the AIM podcast with Matt and Linnea Hopkins. I thoroughly enjoyed our conversation and found so much value in all that they had to say. We're excited to announce that we're going to be giving away another free Do Hard Things jump rope from Elite SRS. So make sure you go follow Ambition of Mind on Instagram at Ambition of Mind 247 for a chance to win. We'll have all the details on our last post with Matt and Linnea, and you guys will make sure to enter yourselves into this amazing giveaway. The jump ropes are incredible, and you're not going to miss out on this opportunity. Let's get after this week. Let's keep crushing it, and let's do hard things with ambition in mind.